0: Every immigrant and first-generation professional needs to have an unbreakable mindset. Coming up, our special guest, Edward Gorbis, CEO of Career Meets World, is going to share with us how he's been helping people with strategies and systems necessary to maximize career, financial potential, and live a life of fulfillment. Coming up. Hello, I'm Fernando Sosa, and you're watching Mindset of Steel live show. In this show, we encourage you to crush your limiting beliefs, punch fear in the face, and take massive action in your business and your personal life by focusing on the 80% psychology and 20% mindset. I'm fired up. This is episode number 21 of our weekly live show. And we have a special guest coming up in a few moments. And I uh, just wanted to welcome you, welcome you. If you are watching us on uh, YouTube, don't forget to click on the subscribe button and uh, click on the notification icon so you can be notified when we go live. If you're listening, to, listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. And uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify. And uh, just so you can listen to us on the go. Welcome again, I appreciate you being here. I'm very excited. And today's episode, we are going to talk about career challenges and strategies for immigrant and first-generation professionals. But Edward, our special guest, is going to talk more about that and how he's helping people in that area. But before I jump into that, I wanted to uh, give you a a special invitation to a one-off event that we are putting together at Mindset of Steel. And you may have seen the announcement. And Basically, it has to do with a theme of uh, Valentine's Day. And and now that we're in the month of February, you know, love is in the air, I hope. Uh, So I just wanted to uh, give you this invite so you don't miss miss out. We basically have a relationship challenge, a free five-day relationship challenge. It's coming up next week. And uh, this is a, a challenge for everybody, really, for singles, couples, married, it 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 doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a relationship challenge, and it's five days. It's only one hour each day, and it's very it's gonna be jam packed with information. We have, uh, great speakers that are gonna be sharing tons of information, uh, and uh, they're subject matter experts. You a psychotherapist, mental health counselor, a relationship expert, mindset mindfulness expert. Check out the link mindsetofsteel.com slash relationship, and you're going to learn more about the event and go ahead and sign up and uh, go ahead. and You might as well share it with somebody if you think somebody else that you know could benefit from that. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, so welcome again. If you have any comments during uh, the show, please put, put them on the, on the, on the comment section below and we can uh, engage in that way and you can ask questions to our guests and, and follow up even even if you're watching on the replay. So without further ado, I want to welcome our guest. So before I do that, just let me uh, share with you a little bit of info about him. It's uh, Edward <clears throat> Edward Gorbis. He's a personal development coach. He's a career and a strategist. He's a uh, author of a book, Unbreakable Mindset, and I uh, have a little image here for you, Unbreakable Mindset, and he... He teaches immigrants and first generations uh, professionals on how to rapidly accelerate their careers without sacrificing their uh, their lives by eliminating the doubt, overwhelm, stress, frustration inherent in the demands of navigating the career journey. Edward's clients achieve rapid growth in the career in their career while creating fully integrated and thriving lives. So, with that, let me welcome um welcome uh edward edward welcome
1: thank you so much for having me on i appreciate the kind (laughs) introduction
0: thank you thank you for being here um edward i want to start off uh, i know that you are in in the west coast right
1: that's correct i'm based in san francisco
0: you're in san francisco now i don't know if you're aware but i'm in new jersey new york area and we had about two two where i am about two feet of snow so i'm still buried here uh, shoveling every morning just to try to clear the sidewalk and the, the driveway. So how's your weather today?
1: <laughs> it's beautiful. It's sunny. It's been raining for a couple of days, but uh, things are starting off quite nice the rest of the week.
0: Yeah, well, I envy you. But, well, on that note, I know um, based on on your bio that you help uh, immigrants and first-generation professionals in, in uh, so can, can, you take, can you take me back and share share your story, why you have this passion to help uh, people in, in, uh, in that audience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love telling the story because at the end of the day, I get to share what I do, how I do it, why I do it. And the truth is I was born in Ukraine. So there are a lot of different immigrants in this country, in the U.S. particularly. But again, if you're listening outside the U.S., There are people who naturally immigrate elsewhere. So for me, my journey has been a little bit unique. So I started my career in civil engineering. I basically transitioned all the way to sales leadership at WeWork, and I made a lot of moves. And as I reflected back on that process of making those transitions, figuring out how to make that next leap, having some setbacks, getting laid off, going through all those experiences, there's so many things that I learned. And as I reflected back on that, what I discovered was being an immigrant afforded me a couple of things. One, you learn a very particular mindset, right? You probably learn a mindset that reflects discipline, hard work, you have the ethics to be successful, but you're not necessarily afforded the tools, right? There are things that we just fundamentally aren't taught because our parents didn't grow up here and they don't have the experience. so. The reality is I had to figure out so many things on my own. It could have been figuring out how to study for the SATs, how to get internships in college, how to even get into college, how to get my first job. All of those things I had to figure out on my own. Yes, there are resources at universities, but again, keep in mind, this was 10 plus years ago. So the reality is things were a little bit different. And the truth is a lot of people, even today with the copious amounts of resources that exist, the truth is, you end up on this carousel of resources. You don't know how to interpret or what matters or which ones are relevant or which ones will actually lead you to where you want to go. So through that process, what I discovered is twofold. People don't have the tools and people have a lot of limiting beliefs that are holding them back. They run into some sort of resistance in their lives. And that's kind of what I went through. And for me, it really became this journey about helping people. And that's what I really cared about the most. And the truth is, that's how I started my coaching practice. I basically said goodbye to the corporate world and aligned myself with the fact that coaching is really what I'm passionate about, what I love to do. And who better to help than the people who didn't necessarily have all the tools or all the mindset components that matter. So to me, that's basically what I built my practice on. I love to help people that fit within that demographic. That being said, I obviously serve people outside of it, but my focus is really about empowering people who came to America, who came to any country to really be extremely successful. And I want to remove as many barriers as possible for them.
0: That's amazing. I, I can relate a lot with the... Uh... With uh, the, the the audience that you're trying to help, because I <clears throat> I went to school in in uh, I was born here in the states, but I I went I went uh, uh, to the my parents moved to the Dominican Republic, and uh, so I did my school, I did my high school, my elementary high school, all over there, and then when I finished uh, my high school, I came over here to the states to to go to college. And that process that you explained of coming here, figuring things out, where to apply, and, and all of that resonates a lot with me. And I could have used some somebody like you to, to guide me and, and uh, give me some 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 uh, some some help in that area. So I I can appreciate what, what you're doing. So um so Edward, can you so you can explain to me how are the people that that are help that you're helping how um, where do you find them, or how do they find you? Because I, like I said, when I came here, I well, it was it was this was many years. I mean, I don't know. let me date myself more than twenty years <laughs> ago. <laughs> but I guess now online is a little different. But how 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 do people re, uh, find out about uh, like would find out about you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I stay pretty active, engaged on different social media platforms. LinkedIn is definitely a place. Twitter is a place. Instagram. Uh, those are kind of the key central focus areas in terms of engagement, but you can always go straight to my website at careermeetsworld.com. Um, you can grab, as you mentioned, the free copy of Unbreakable Mindset. It's a really good starting point to learn about what you don't know, right? About making sure that you're aware of your unconscious beliefs and kind of starting there. But again, if you ever wanna reach out and just chat, uh, always find me on LinkedIn, Twitter. Those are really the go-to places where I spend a good chunk of my time.
0: Okay, now going back to the story, I, I saw that you said you, you worked at WeWork. And uh, so you you're you're a former um, civil engineer, is that right? That's right. So civil engineer turned sales director, senior sales director at WeWork. Now WeWork, for those uh, of you don't know, it's a huge company, right? I think it was 6,000 plus employees or something like that. I don't know how it's been over the, over the last two years, but it's a, it's a huge, huge company, right? Um, and uh, how, how did you transition from corporate life to the entrepreneur life? How did that turn uh, you know how, how did that work out in your in, in your um, I guess with with your support system? Do you have a support system by, by going from corporate to your to entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I think it's important to answer this in two pieces. One, kind of really highlight what happened at WeWork to really drive this out of me. The truth is a lot of people go through corporate, again, a lot of immigrants actually come to the States to want to enter a corporate setting because Mm -hmm. it's comfortable, it's safe, it provides all the benefits, right? All those good things. What WeWork did for me is I had an opportunity, I joined back in 2018, WeWork was like the Tiffany's of hyper growth companies. It was the fastest growing company on the planet at that time. It had billions of dollars in investment from SoftBank, which was the largest VC at that time. So you're kind of in this perfect storm where I had an opportunity to build out a team. I interviewed hundreds of people. I hired 30. We had a lot of incredible things going. But WeWork became this incredible roller coaster. It's kind of like going up drop zone and then eventually you just fall right back down. Mm -hmm. As you alluded to, to get the numbers completely straight, there was about 6,000 people at the company when I started. It got all the way up to 17,000 at the height of 2019. We're about to go an IPO and the IPO failed because of a lot of financial reasons we won't get into. But anyway, the company started to kind of dwindle down things changed, SoftBank essentially bought them out and it started to become run like a private equity firm. Things were really, really different and it became this once darling company turned into chaos. Hmm. And the truth is through that process, I got married. I also ended up just having a conversation with my wife about what do you wanna do the next 10 years of your career, right? As you mentioned, I'd spent a lot of time in engineering and project management and then eventually in sales leadership. And all of that was fun. Yes, I had a lot of mentorship and a lot of coaches along the way who supported me through that process. I believe in personal development, believe in what I preach. But we had this conversation, I basically blurted out to her that I want to help people. Because the common denominator across my entire career was always about, I want to support as many people as possible. I want to coach, lift people up. It was just something that came out of me. So, I knew that I wanted to do this. I knew I had done this before. And I simply took all the business acumen that I had learned over the last 10 years and basically parlayed that into starting my coaching practice. Was it easy? Absolutely not. Anyone who tells you it's easy is 100% lying to to you because the truth is, starting a business is a very different muscle. Right. You have to understand that you're wearing every single hat within that business. It's not just you want to be an artist or you want to write code or you want to be a coach, right? You ultimately have to run the operations, you have to run the finances, you have to build a website, you have to market yourself. One moment you're the CFO, one moment you're the CMO, the COO, the CPO. And this just is something that I had to learn right? And again, I surrounded myself the right people. I hired the business coaches that I needed in order to scale this the right way. Because the truth is, if you want to get ahead and if you want to be successful in any part of your life, you don't do it alone, right? If you want to go far, go together. So for me, it was just buying into that mentality and making sure that I practice what I preach As I talk to people about coaching them, I always tell them I have plenty of support as well, right? So support comes in really different ways. It can come from coaches. It can come from parents, from friends, from mentors. But that is a really essential piece of growth is that there is no successful person on this planet that has ever reached their pinnacle of success without somebody helping them, without multiple people helping them. So I wanna make sure that that remains a strong suit in my life and something I consistently talk about.
0: Well, and so tell me, Edward, for immigrants, what what what, what is the biggest challenge that you find that your clients have when they come here?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I I often characterize it as cultural gymnastics. Uh, There's immigrants and first gen that come from very different walks of life. Uh, And the truth is when they show up to the workplace, and again, it, it really varies across the country, it varies across industry, and I recognize that. But the truth is that We don't always know how to engage in conversation in a way that will enable you to share your superpower, your gift, your knowledge, and have somebody truly understand what you're talking about in a way that's going to be impactful for the company in a way that you can rise together. So I often find that that becomes a challenge. My own mom used to tell me that she struggled with because she had a Russian accent, right? Being born in Ukraine, she kind of developed a very different uh, speaking tone, as many immigrants do, and, and that was hard for her, and I empathize with that because I hear a lot of immigrants now when I talk to them, whether it was me being in corporate or me talking to them on the phone now, and, and some of them unfortunately use that accent as a crutch, but I actually think, again, it's a superpower where people find it interesting. It's kind of like the entry point to the conversation. Again, this is why I layer in so much mindset work into my practice, because we can take everything that you're doing or every skill that you have and repackage it, put a different candy wrapper on it and make sure that it's presented in the best possible light. So that's often the most challenging thing that I see immigrants and first gen struggling with is just being understood making sure. And again, that's just a common thing that most humans struggle with, but especially immigrants, especially as they step into the workplace, because you grow up with a very different mindset. And that mindset's predicated on everything that you were taught in the first five to seven years of your life. And you're not even aware of it. So you're operating from this mode and trying to convey your superpower, but you don't know what's stopping you. So that's Really, what I'm focused on helping people tap into and understand: how do you convey yourself in a powerful way?
0: Right, and I can imagine. I mean, besides the cultural difference, there's also the language, right? If 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 the, if there's a language barrier there, or um, do they typically know the language, or are they, or um, yeah, they-
1: that, that's a great question, right? So I, I was speaking with um, a prospective client the other day, and she's from Japan right now. And basically, she was telling me that she knows she has a very thick accent. She's aware of it. She also struggles with kind of the cultural norms in America. Japanese culture is all about respect your peers, respect your elders. It's very chain of command. In America, again, depending on industry, things are very different. So for her, it's twofold. It's the cultural part as well as the accent, Mm -hmm. as well as understanding the language and some of the nuances that we talk about. Right. There's lingo that goes into language and linguistics. Linguistics is just something that's really interesting as well. Where it's, I'm not going to claim to be an expert, but I want people to understand where some of the focus areas might be where they need to invest more time. Right. And allowing yourself, giving yourself permission. A lot of people want to come in and just puff their chest. It doesn't matter if you're male or female and basically say, I can do this, I know how to do it. I will figure out the language, but we don't know what we don't know. And we also know what we don't know. So we have to invest time into improving, into learning and growing.
0: Do you think that that during this pandemic, uh, people are more uh, inspired than ever to get into entrepreneurship?
1: Yes and no. I've seen a little bit of a polarization. You have two camps, really. You have people who live in what I'll call a suffering state and the other group of people who want to thrive and really live in this beautiful state of being, which is joy, happiness, creativity, excitement. And those people are the ones asking themselves the right questions, right? Life's predicated on the quality of questions that we ask ourselves. So it's really important that once you get into that state, yeah, those are the people typically going into entrepreneurship. Those are the people that asked themselves last March, how am I going to, and I don't use this word lightly, but capitalize on this time. It's an opportunity, right? Every single chaos brings some sort of opportunity. And it doesn't mean that you're better than anyone or that you're milking the process or anyone in life. It's just, you recognize what's happening and you're adapting. So yes, I think there's a huge boom of entrepreneurs right now. And again, there's a need to empower them. Uh, There's a group of people who is just sitting back and waiting for things to be handed to them. And the truth is everyone has an incredible opportunity. I fundamentally believe that if you rewire how you think, how you operate, you can achieve whatever it is you want in life and whatever it is that you aspire to do. It's just we let ourselves get in the cybernetic loop of thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. So let me tell myself the next story of why I'm not good enough and so forth. Truth is, you're incredibly good at a lot of things. You're just not focusing on that. And that's what really matters.
0: And what what scale do you think people, especially immigrants, should work on first when they are trying to get into the corporate world or, or starting a new business for that matter?
1: I think you alluded to this earlier, obviously the language is a huge one. So I'm assuming again, the majority of people I work with their language is just fine. I have absolutely no issue with the fact that they might have an accent. That's okay. Again, we'll channel that the right way, but beyond language, it really just boils down to a couple of fundamental things. I think if you look at it in layers, if we're going to build some sort of structure out of this, a metaphorical one, right? The foundation is really mindset. So. We can align on whatever goal you have, whether it be learning how to negotiate better, learning how to network better, learning how to build identity within the workplace, learning how to develop your personal brand so people actually know what you stand for. Those are things that most immigrants want to learn and develop. But the truth is we have to get the mindset part first and really tap into that. Because once you get that part right, and I go hyper deep on mindset because... I feel like it's become a lot of white noise today. But that being said, we go through that process. And then we talk about those four overarching elements and really get you to where you want to go.
0: Right. So what do you think uh, is the biggest mistakes that you find that uh, immigrant startups uh, make? Startups in particular? Mm
1: -hmm. I think oftentimes it's... Feeling that they can do everything on their own, meaning I will figure it out. Let me roll up my sleeves. And the truth is you can. What I always allude to is if you think back 10, 15, 20 years ago, pre iPhones, pre smartphones, we used to go to AAA. We'd get a map and we'd map out our route and we would figure out, okay, how do I get from point A to point B? You had no idea if there was traffic on the road. You have no idea if there's construction on the road. You have no idea if there's speed traps. But today we have personalized GPS system. And today my goal is to build those types of personalized GPS systems for people as well to remove a lot of those roadblocks. So if you're a founder and you're starting a company, the goal isn't to just say, let me figure it out. Let me go figure out, okay, here's point A, here's point B, I'm gonna get there. Get the help, get the support, build the mentor system around you, right? Develop your own mental personal board of directors. I'm not talking about raising capital, but having people who are real champions for you that will plug in the holes, that will help you bypass traffic, right? That will help you figure out where the construction is and really get to point B a lot faster. Too many people try to do it on their own and it just, it leads to exhaustion and that's what I'm trying to help people avoid.
0: Right, it's not It's not sustainable that way, yep. Now, Edward, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your book, uh, Unbreakable Mindset? Yeah, I'd love to. So
1: Unbreakable Mindset's really the foundational pillar of my entire practice. It gives you the four essential habits on how to thrive in any area of your life. I don't care if you want to build more income, you want to get further along in your career, you want to start your business, or if you just want to change every area of your life, right? So that really is predicated on me talking about what do most people do? What do ordinary people do and how they operate? And then I show you that model and I flip it upside down and show you what are the most successful people doing in the world. The most successful people are developing empowered belief systems. The most successful people have a power of gratitude that allows them to channel a tremendous amount of energy throughout their day, throughout their week, throughout their month, throughout their entire life. The most successful people also have a tremendous amount of clarity. They ask themselves a set of strategic questions that lend to powerful action that gets them to where they want to go. So to me, it's really about giving people the foundational knowledge of what mindset is, what most people do in terms of like how they actually operate today. Because most people don't know that 95% of your subconscious was formed in the first five to seven years of your life. So what that means is that every single experience that you're having today is a replay of your interpretation of something that happened in the past. So oftentimes we're reacting to the present but it's really predicated on the past. So I go a lot deeper into that. I really give people kind of a flavor, an appetizer of what I'm all about. Again, it is a really powerful tool. I spent a lot of time writing and There's a reason I'm giving it out for free because I want people to acknowledge that mindset is a core part of success. And my goal is to get this out to as many people as possible because I truly believe that once you take control of your mindset, you will become limitless.
0: Awesome. And it's for free. So and uh, let me just put that so that's this is your website here career Okay, so you can pick it up there. Now, uh, what about your podcast? I see I saw you also have a podcast. How are you helping? Uh, what do you talk about on the podcast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. As you can tell, I love conversing with people. So my big reason for starting the podcast last June was, and again, the podcast is aptly called Career Meets World. It's available on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And the real goal behind it was, as I like to say, share the untold stories of successful people is to basically, I've been doing a lot of outreach, getting kind of broader, broader guests with really interesting story to tell and sharing their life story, sharing their gift, their knowledge. Again, it's not that I'm just focused on immigrants or first gen because I feel like we can learn from everyone. It would almost be a disservice just just uh, just to interview people who are of that demographic. So I really care about bringing on incredible guests. We've had guests on from Google, Facebook, SoftBank, the Golden State Warriors, uh, entrepreneurs, people who are incredible writers. And for me, it's just tapping into a well of incredibly successful people that you might have not heard of. Mm -hmm. But they have done some incredible things and there are incredible golden nuggets that I've taken away even personally into my business, into my life that have helped me. So I just want to share that story. And that's why I love recording the career meets world podcast and I release it every Thursday. So there's another episode coming out tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And uh, okay. So that's great. Now you mentioned, I guess you wait, they people reach out to you. They go to the website. You got a podcast. They can get download the free book, uh, and uh, so you have tons of resources. So I'm just kind of thinking your target audience. So um, if I know somebody that is that is that fits that demographic, I'll I'll point you into your direction and your and your website, and you'll set up a consult, and you just you know take it from there and see how how you can help them. Um,
1: That's exactly it.
0: Okay, that sounds good. So uh, that's about all the time that we have now. I I, I really appreciate uh, you being here, uh, Edward, and sharing uh, what you're doing. Um, I, um, I I again I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, personally, appreciate it based on my experience. Uh, I know it's very valuable uh, what you're doing, and I, and uh, and the fact that you switched from corporate to entrepreneurship. That that's also admirable and and something to look uh, look up to for anybody that's coming from, from you know, from overseas, uh, you know, they're coming here. It doesn't have to be just, you know, a corporate world. You know, they can also think about entrepreneurship and you can probably, you know, you can guide them in that direction as well, because it's all about the mindset, right? The limiting beliefs that people have, that they might think that they have, you know, the culture, the language, all these things that they might be thinking, overthinking and putting themselves, you know, you uh, know, down where they really can be excelling at all these things. Um, So I appreciate you, uh, um, um, Edward. Uh, Let me just, uh, I'll I'll let you wrap it up with the final words of encouragement. But before we do that, just for everybody watching, uh, if you're watching on the replay, go watch from the beginning, uh, the the valuable information that that Edward shared. I appreciate you for being here. Uh, stick, uh, Stick around for next week's episode. We have another special guest coming up. And don't forget about the relationship uh, challenge. Go to the relationship uh, challenge uh, uh, w- uh, website or page, mindsetofsteelcom relationship. And you can get all the information and sign up there. Um, so again, with that, uh, Edward, any final words or encouragement for anybody?
1: Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I appreciate you having me on the show. I think what you're building is incredible. So thank you for that. But for anybody listening, understand that the last year has taken a massive toll on everyone. And we'd be denying, it doesn't matter if you're Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, or just the ordinary person trying to build a business, trying to build an incredible life for their family. It's been tough for everyone in different ways. And the truth is, you can have an incredible year. You can have an incredible life. It all boils down to you taking control of it and making that simple decision. If you do anything, make one decision, and it's to take control of your mindset. So I encourage you to read the book. Uh, It will fundamentally change how you look at the world, and I'm excited to connect with more and more people. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you very much, Arda. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. Bye.